This challenge is just a more acute version of what we want to do in our entire life, which is feel it all, do it all, welcome it all, ready, fire, aim, right? Where you just take an action, you shoot, and then you course correct afterwards instead of spending all of the time in the aiming and in the preparing, right? This is the time where we just ready, fire, aim. You just do, do, do. And you'll be shocked with how much quicker you can get results when you're willing to feel whatever it takes. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Hello, darlings. Welcome back to Sincerely Future You. I'm so freaking glad that you're here, not just because you could be listening to one of the other, I don't know, three million or so podcasts out there. I was just heavily reminded of how many podcasts there are because I was in Denver this weekend. I just got back, which is why I have the juice for you this episode. Um, So if you're a new listener that found me from speaking at Empower Her Live, or if you're new in general because you just stumbled through the interwebs into my life, welcome. And I'm so glad you're here. But over in Denver at this conference, there were so many women who have podcasts and they all just had a voice and had something interesting to say. And I think this platform is so cool because if you find a person who you vibe with, who you like the style that they converse in and the style and the things that they're talking about, you get to just have them in your pocket. And I'm so grateful that people do put out their shows and such niche topics, but here on Sincerely Future You, we are all about time mastery and money mastery and connecting to your highest self. That person is not just some amalgamation of other mentors and celebrities out there that you look up to. That person is future you. Future you gets to be kind of whatever you decide she is, whoever you decide she is. And today, whether you're new to the podcast or whether you are a repeat listener, you get to make the decision all over again in this very moment to let go of the stories that you've been telling yourself about who you are up until this moment, whether you identify as someone who's shy or who is messy or who is always late or who's likes to be busy. I mean, think about all of the ways that we describe ourselves as if we're just telling the facts. But these are stories, my friend, and you get to decide which stories to include in the story that will create future you. Welcome to the show. We are going to be talking about sprints in your business. And in a second, I'll explain what that is. But on this show, we do a little something at the beginning of these episodes called hype sessions. And this is where we just get your mind and we get your body feeling hype because statistics show, and I don't think I've ever said it in this way, but the reason I have this segment of the show is because studies show that you have a much higher chance of remembering and retaining information when you are physically and emotionally connected to the moment, 
right? You might not remember every single thing that was said on every episode, on any episode, but if you feel something and if you're feeling really hype, you'll remember how you felt in that moment and it might cause you to just remember one sentence here that you can take and you can borrow as a part of your story, as a part of your collection of thoughts that creates momentum for your week or for your month or for your quarter in your business and in your life. Let's freaking go. So here's your hype sesh today, you guys. On this show, we say the bold thing because I'm not really looking for friends on this show. I've got a lot of friends. I am here to help you hear something that maybe the people around you are too afraid to say to you. I'm here to tell you the things, the hard truths that other people have told me, that I've told my clients, the moments that have shifted something for me. Usually those moments are things that are pretty freaking hard to hear. And recently I've had a couple of those. And every time in the moment, I want to hide, I want to curl up. But then usually after some time, maybe after some implementation, I and sometimes it takes years to really have the context of like, wow, that was true or that was a good shout. But whatever it takes, I'm willing to be that person for you. So whether you know me in real life or you don't know me, Welcome to Sincerely Future You. My name is Jess McKinley Wayno, and I'm going to spit the truth. So we talk about the hard truths when it comes to your time, when it comes to your money, when it comes to your mindset, because future you, she ain't got time for your drama. She knows what you're capable of. And I mentioned I just got back from Denver and on stage, I told a little bit of my story and it reminded me of the greatest gift we can give other people, which is our story. Your perspective, your your skill set, your what makes you uniquely talented probably isn't just your offer on its own. A lot of people are in industries where we know at least one other person doing something similar to what we're doing. But what makes it unique, what makes it something magnetic, a business magnetic, is the story behind the mission of what you're doing. And so on stage, I told people a little bit about why I do this work, why I spend time helping women tactically, strategically, and also conceptually master their time and their money in business. And it's not just because I love a spreadsheet, which I do, not gonna lie, I love YNAV. You know I love a schedule that's like every 15 minutes blocked out. No, but that's that's boring. That's not why I, I decided to do this. I would work in corporate if I just loved a spreadsheet, right? No, it's because every time I talk to another woman who told me their dreams but was telling me why they felt out of sync with their dreams, whether it was their dream business or just any dream in their life, it was one of two reasons. It was because they felt like they didn't have enough time or they didn't have enough money. And I had both of those stories. And the truth is, is that sometimes circumstantially, you might have all of the evidence to back the fact that that's true for you. Listen, you're a mom of 10 or you're a mom of one. It's like just so much. I get it. And I had this story even harder when I was a mom of one. Now I'm a mom of two. But 
the reality is, is that if you want that not to be your reality, you can't keep thinking it. And this is where we're getting hype, right? Because if you want something to change, you got to change what you're thinking in your brain because our thoughts drive our feelings, which drive our actions, which produce our results ultimately. So if you want more time, you have to stop thinking the thought over and over and over again. I just don't have enough time. It might be true, but I don't care. A truth is subjective. I know I've had a whole rant on this before, but the truth is just one truth. It's one version. You might not have the time that you want, but enough is subjective. So instead of telling yourself that, why not ask yourself a higher quality question? Like, what do I want to do and by when? And what needs to shift in order for me to be able to do this? Who do I need to ask help for? What kind of support systems do I need? What kind of things can I do for free? Who can I lean on here? What story do I have to let go of? Those are high quality questions that you need to have in your arsenal if you want to change your relationship with time. I promise you, your kids aren't going to hit an age and suddenly you're going to be like, wow, I have so much time. It just never happens, right? I, I was telling myself, oh my gosh, when my kid is, when my son is just like sleep trained, then I'll have more time. And then, oh, when they're at school, when they go to school. Oh, and then, no, 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 once they're out of this stage where I have to drive, right? It's like, it'll never end. There's always some sort of thing that is life is going to be life in, okay? And it's the same thing with money. It, people will tell me all the time, well, I need money to be able to X, Y, Z thing in their business. Well, I can tell you right now that I built my business from very little money, okay? Now, if you have a business that requires startup capital, don't use that against yourself either. Go and get that funding. We live in an amazing time where you can get funding pretty much at the drop of a hat, especially if you're a woman. Most of my listeners are women and you are out there. You have loans available to you. You have scholarship available to you. You can set up a GoFundMe page and get a really compelling story going. You can crowdsource it. You can, you know, get investors. I just met a woman who is, her goal is to sell her company for $300 million and she did not have the startup capital to start her business. She did it from investors. What? You guys, there is just no limit to what you can achieve when you start focusing on the right thing and asking yourself the right questions. All right, so I hope you're feeling hype because we're about to get into a topic that I am very passionate about, which is sprinting. But before we do, we're going to do a quick shout out to my client of the week, who is Maggie McHugh. Maggie is of the company Good Energy Closet. It just feels so good. I smile saying the name of her business. She is a stylist and also a member of the Splash Pad. If you're new to the show, the Splash Pad is my lifetime course and community for business owners who are just getting started or they're just getting started in the part where they consistently are making money and using their time like real business owners. It's like biz 101 for anyone that really wants to get that momentum going. So get in there if that is you. Maggie is insanely talented, but like most of my clients, she had a full life of different careers and is just landing into her gift of styling right now and creating a business from it. Well, 
damn girl, she is kicking it off with a bang. And anyone that meets Maggie can tell she just has like a French thing going on, right? Like an elevated sense of self-image. And it doesn't stop there. She styled me. I hired her to style me for my whole weekend in Denver um, when I was speaking on stage. We had VIP night. Um, I needed some audience cash, chic outfits, etc. And I was blown away. I felt so confident. I got a bajillion compliments. Basically, like anytime I went, got up and was walking to the bathroom, a person would physically put their hand on me, stop me and and be like, where did you get X, Y, Z? And I'd be like, ask Maggie, go to go follow her at the good energy closet. Right. Um, And that confidence, it's it caused me to pitch some incredible women to come on my show. Women that on a different day, if I wasn't feeling so fabulous, I might see as out of my league. This is the power of self-image, right? It's not about vanity. It's about confidence and expression and positioning, especially when you're a business owner. Get yourself a style call with Maggie. Follow her at Good Energy Closet. Remember, she is a new business owner, but she is not new at this skill set. So I think her Instagram is is brand new, but be the first. Get it get it while the getting's good because I can tell you that her prices will not be as affordable as they are right this very minute. Maggie, I just want to shout you out and say I'm so proud of how much you've taken in our short time together in the splash pad to just spring into action. Let's fucking go. All right. Time episode today. You guys have been telling me that your favorite episodes are the time ones. I know some of you guys, you love the money ones. Some of you, you love the the uh, CEO drama ones. But recently, I've been getting a lot of, lot of love on the time episodes. So As I mentioned, we're going to, I just got back from Denver. And while I was there, I was obviously feeling extremely hyped, right? Inspired, connected to my big vision. This is no surprise because the speakers at this conference, oh my God, I just need to take a quick second and fill you in on the speakers that were at Keisha Get Mary's Empower Her Live conference. Number one, we kicked it off with Natalie Ellis, the CEO and founder of Boss Babe, then heard from the ex-NFL player and motivational speaker, Trent Shelton. It, I mean, it's like so funny because before I was going to the conference, I think I knew of three of these people, but then the other people I didn't know of blew my mind even more. There's just so many inspiring freaking people out there. Um, then CEOs like Natalie Rogers of the Classy Network, um, Ashley Lemieux, who is a host of the top... 100 podcast healing her Chris and Lori Harder which this Lori has one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis and that's earn your happy I love that show check it out Jamie Kern Lima oh my god was the first woman CEO of L'Oreal after 108 years in business what? And one of Forbes's wealthiest self-made women list. I've heard of like the wealthiest, the billionaires list. But when you look at the billionaires list, a lot of these people inherited a lot of their money. But to me, the self-made list is just my favorite. These are people that came, started from the bottom, now they're here. And Jamie Kern Lima was just an incredible, incredible speaker. Um, Valencia Key, who was featured on Oprah's Fave Things, and I totally know why. 
and Ashley Stahl, known for her top 100 TED Talk that I'm sure you can Google and it'll come right up. But these were some, also there's some amazing panelists who I'll have on the show soon. And then me, you guys, what? It was easy to feel great when your mind is immersed in liquid gold speeches and tattooable quotes. But what about after, right? What about when you have to take action on that Monday following? I personally usually feel like I was hit by a bus after immersive personal development. And what I hear from many of you guys and from my clients is after a day or two of this or three or after you take a really long big course or you take a day of rest and then overwhelm sits in. So whether you are overwhelmed from overconsuming right now or you're overwhelmed from avoiding action in your business for so long that you don't even know where to start, or maybe you've just gotten comfortable taking the same action over and over again and you're consistent, but you're looking to push yourself. Either way, this episode is for you. Today, we are talking about sprints in your business. So what do I mean by sprints? A sprint is, I define it as a short-term challenge, one that you can infuse into your business in order to put the gas on the front end, like sales and marketing, and put the back end business and actions and processes on the back burner. So front-end business activities are the most uncomfortable, right? They require putting yourself out there. They require you make offers. They require you risk getting rejected and failing. They require you have intimate conversations and ask bold questions. And they are the lifeblood of your business growth. Sorry, not sorry. So this week, after returning home from such an inspiring weekend away, I strategically planned to commit to a sprint week. This time I'm doing it inside of a container with a coach that I absolutely adore. Her name is Becca Pike. But I've done this before on my own and I always have great success. I've done it whether I do it in a sprint day or a sprint couple of hours To me, what I love about a sprint is that it just feels kind of like a game, like a challenge that is temporary and short-term. And when you know something is short-term and temporary, you give it all you got. You can really push push the pedal, the gas pedal, and you can put the lighter fluid on it because you aren't really worried about burnout because this is just a temporary thing for you to stretch your capacity, see what you're made of, and really show yourself what's possible when you go all out. So I'm going to give you seven things that you can do to do implement some sort of a sprint in your business, whether it's tomorrow or it's next week or you should also, like me, want to strategically plan it to come right after you do a lot of thought work. So let's say you have a coaching session or you have a networking event or you have, um, you know, the holidays are coming up and you want to plan to do a sprint week leading up to a big launch that you have. I, I think actually people might be like, oh, a sprint week. I do sprint things like in my launches. I actually think a sprint is something you do before your launch or I just had a launch. I'm doing it after my launch because selling should be something that you're always in the habit of, right? Selling is really just making sure that people understand the value of what you're offering so they know 
that they can work for you. And if you're only selling during your launches, you probably don't have successful launches because in between, you always have to be explaining and connecting with your current clients, your past clients, and your future clients. We never forget about the future, right? You're not forgetting about your new clients. So number one, to get into your sprint, commit to being all in. Okay, so this is one of those things where you can't go into it and then have excuses and be like, oh, well, this came up or this client asked for this. We want to create some boundaries around this window. So for me, I knew I am coming home on a red eye, but I'm setting it up this sprint week to start on Monday. That means I only have Monday through Friday. I'm not going to take off Monday, even though my flight was delayed three times and I had a baby on the flight with me and our flight took off at 2.30 in the morning and didn't light until 8.30. No, I had a sprint week call at 1 p.m. I started responding to all of the lovely people that I haven't gotten through all of it, but um, I am responding to people that I connected with over the weekend and I am you know, working on the strategy that I outlined, right? Let's go. So really important to commit to being all in regardless of what comes up. This means that you definitely will have to deprioritize other things. So for me, it meant I had a couple of other meetings that had been put on the books from further away, coffee dates um, with, with other kind of peers, things that weren't going to be business building. They were going to be um, connections that, of course, I still want to make. I had um, something else, a another call, a coffee date with another podcaster. We want to talk about doing maybe a podcast swap. I pushed that as well to the following week because – Again, my focus this week is on the front end. It's sales and marketing. Everything else, anything about editing your website, anything about like creating some like long-term content. No, only calls to action, sales and marketing. That is going to have an immediate result. That's what a sprint is. So we're deprioritizing those other things. Give yourself a window and be really firm about it with yourself. Don't give any loopholes. So decide if I'm doing this sprint for a day, for a week, for a weekend. For me, this is going to be five days and I'm going all in on that. The reason why I say be really specific is because you'll find yourself going into one or another tendency. If you don't give yourself a window and your tendency is to be super action heavy, you might get to the end of day two and then be like, oh, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll I'll keep doing this. Oh, I like that. And you will might have a tendency to burn out versus if you have a tendency to kind of slow down and to avoid the hard work, you might just be like, oh, okay, like I'll do the, I'll do all of this stuff, but I'll just spread it out over time. No, that is a marathon. That is not a sprint. That's not what we're doing here. Okay. So give yourself that window, commit on being all in during that time. Number two, Make a list of the selling and marketing actions that you can take and make it a game. So I like to be really, really specific with my clients when I'm offering advice for how they can go and sell. For you, this might be, oh, show up on social media. What does that even mean, right? Even like put out a reel. That is not specific enough. It has to be create a reel with a call to action that sends them to a link to book a call or to buy this thing. 
right? So anything that has a specific way for them to work with you or to buy from you. That is what the selling or marketing actions are. And making it a game, you can do this a couple of different ways. Um, In this current container, she's assigned points to each action, which I thought was really fun. I've never done that before. And it's just it lightens the whole process, right? So you're going through it. When you start to feel like you're hitting your edge, you're like, okay, I set a goal of 15 points during minimum of 15 points during these five days. This action is worth 0.5 points, right? This one's worth 0.25. Oh, that one's worth a full point. I better be printing out 30 flyers and passing them out. It's just funny because I've never passed out flyers as a strategy in my business. And I kind of saw myself looking at the list and chuckling a little bit when I got to that one and be like, oh, that's kind of silly. I don't know. Is my business past that? I'm like, hell no, it's not past that. I'm willing to feel whatever it takes, even silly, in order to get my business to a place that it's never been before. And hey, you never know. Let's say I go and I put these flyers in locations where there are people who don't listen to podcasts there or there are people who are not in networking groups or don't have Facebook or Instagram and they don't have social media. There are plenty of kick-ass people and business owners who don't use any of the ways that I talk to my people. So maybe a flyer is the only way for me to reach them and maybe they need exactly what I've got, right? Maybe they need exactly what you've got. So I'm going to try it all. That's what I decided for myself. Make sure that you're watching yourself and seeing where your brain wants to go. Oh, okay, like that that one, not for me. Of course, yes, you're the CEO, make your own decisions, but this is about getting outside your comfort zone. So in a sprint, I really think there's just no excuses. Just do every single thing that you can possibly think of. So one way that I like to make it a game is to set a timer to write down all of the things that come to me. And usually when I do this, right, my plan is not to do or use all of the things that come to me. But in this case, I'm going to. Because if I write it down, right, this is a sprint. You don't have time to think. There's no time to think. Your whole thing is about taking action and seeing what comes from it, right? And I also know too that if you are a beginner business owner, there's just gonna be so much discomfort and failure here. But for me as someone who's a little more seasoned, I know that like I don't have to think that hard. In fact, the more I think about the business, the more I undermine my own genius. I already have the tools. I already have the systems that I work with my clients. I already know the value. I already know the exact ideal client that's perfect for each one of my offers. And so there's nothing to really think about, right? It's like, let's go. And a lot of you guys are spending too many times in your activities throughout your week on thinking about, well what color should I make this font on this thing? That is not going to bring you a client. Who freaking cares, right? Okay, so let's watch your brain where it is wasting your freaking time and let's go and take some meaningful action that might make you feel silly or ridiculous or my favorite word that I've been hearing all like my life, which is pushy. Those of you who are scared to feel pushy, so interesting, right? Because you are thinking about yourself. I was going to do this one last, but let's let's go to it. The next one is 
in Sprint Week to make sure that you have a focus on service and that you get into your welcome energy. The only reason why anyone is against a sprint is because they have too much focus on what people are going to think about them. They're scared to take too much action because they don't want to be salesy, quote unquote, because they associate making a sale or making an offer with being pushy. But the truth is, is that when you are focused on service, you are going to make offers to people based on the people who are telling you already that they want what you have or they have a situation or a business or you know, like a circumstance that makes you know that they possibly could want what you have, right? For those of you who are worried, we it's so innocent sounding because we might think that we are being caring by saying like, oh no, I care about these other people. I don't want to bother them, be bothersome to them. That is actually you being focused on you, on what they are going to think about you. When I am in this sprint, I'm not thinking about myself at all. All I'm thinking about is how many people can I serve? How many people can I help have more? How many women business owners can I help spend more time with their kids if that's what they want? How many women business owners can I help have so much profit this month that they can create another job opportunity for someone else and they could hire someone else in their business. That is the kind of magic that happens when I get out of my own way and I'm not thinking about, oh, you know, I don't want this person to like think I'm weird by offering this to her. When anytime my brain goes there, I'm robbing one of my clients from the opportunity of having the magic that comes from coaching with me. And you guys have magic in your offerings as well. And I said, second part of this was get into your welcome energy because your welcome is when most people say like, oh, thank you for supporting my small business. Thank you for for working with me, for choosing me, blah, blah, blah. And yes, I have so much gratitude for my clients and for my listeners and for you guys for being here. But more than anything, I just think you're welcome for coming into my circle because I know the life-changing results you're going to have on the other side of it. I'm focused on you. When I'm saying thank you, I'm just thinking of what I'm getting from it. The fact that my business is growing and that I'm hitting my goals and that I'm making more money. But when I'm selling, I'm not thinking about any of that truthfully, which is why I love selling which is why it feels fun, which is why I can do a sprint week. And the hardest thing about it maybe is, you know, feelings of rejection or feelings of uncertainty or those feelings, but it's never feelings of of worry or shame because I truthfully have done this work so long in sales and shifting my focus into service and out of significance that it feels second nature to me. And I want this for you guys, okay? So that is a huge part of your sprint week. Now, you can also, as a strategy, you can loop in accountability. So you can do this with a partner if you have another biz bestie. And if your biz bestie doesn't listen to this show, immediately send them this episode. You guys can do this together. Or you can do it with a coach. Of course, you can do it with me. 
Um, you can do it publicly. I've talked about before when I set um, kind of a sprint goal where I was like, I woke up, I was feeling not in abundance. And I was like, I'm just going to challenge myself to make five grand today. And I posted it publicly on social media. And I had all of this response of people being like, oh my gosh, I never thought of doing that before. And how fun. And did you make it? And people were engaging with it. It was really fun. And it felt light. And then what do you know? I actually didn't make 5K that day, but I did in the next 48 hours afterwards. And it came from the momentum that was built during that time. So super fun, super cool. You can do it with a partner or accountability of any kind. Um, And then, of course, set a goal. You know how I feel about goals, you guys. Um, So in this case, doing it with uh, Becca and her container in this Sprint Week fashion, we're setting a goal of points of action Um, in terms of execution. I like an execution goal because I think sometimes we get too focused, right, on the goal of sign X amount of clients within a week. I, I mean, you can set that as well, and that's good and great. But again, it does put the... I have those goals, but attaching them to the action it makes it kind of a lot of focus on me versus a focus on that service, which we could just flip the script then and say like, okay, I want five people to come into this room and get X result and then that'll feel great, right? So set a goal that feels good to you, both an execution goal and a goal that you want for your business. And then finally, and this one is a sneaky one. Outline what negative emotions you are going to welcome in during this experience. I love to reference the movie Inside Out on this show. It's my favorite animated movie. I have seen it a thousand times. Yes, some with my son, some just by myself. But the last scene, the little girl, Riley, she... If you haven't seen this movie, it's like that movie where all of the little characters are in her brain and they represent the different emotions, joy, sadness, anger, um, worry, and disgust, I think. It's a funny emotion. Um, But they, in the final scene, she's playing hockey and she's sprinting on the ice, across the ice, and all of the emotions are participating. Whereas throughout the whole movie, there's kind of one emotion that has the wheel at any given time, max maybe two. But what I loved about this analogy, and I thought it's like one of the most underrated scenes is the final one, is those moments where you're sprinting and you don't have time to overthink, your body emotionally just shows up. And your emotions kind of take over and they all participate. And When you feel most alive in this world, when you are evolving, when you're doing exactly what you're meant to do as a human being in the pursuit of a big business, in a big life, when you're doing something that is going to transform you into your future self, all of the emotions come into play. The highs, the lows at the same time, right? When we leave the door wide open to experience all the things we can't If you leave the door wide open to your house, you know, you're not just going to get awesomeness in. You're going to get some bugs in too as well. Like you can't control, like things are going to come in, but that, that opens you up to a beautiful, beautiful human experience. And so if you are going into the sprint on the front end, I want you to decide what negative emotions will probably come up. 
you know yourself, like lean in. What are the ones that you're the most scared of? Um, feelings of of guilt, of putting other things in the back burner and really committing full focus to this and having to say no to other things, having to block off maybe more time than you typically would. Um, maybe some mom guilt, right? Guilt is a big one. I think I struggle with, maybe a lot of you do as well. Embarrassment, a big one of asking for things or doing things that maybe feel a little bit silly, uh, failure, fear. What are the emotions that you, negative emotions specifically, that you are going to welcome in while you are sprinting? Because girl, if I can tell you one thing, and there's some guys that listen to the show, but mostly girl, <laughs> whoever is listening to the show, if you are in pursuit of a big life, and if you're not just shut the show off right now. I don't even know what you're doing here. If you are in pursuit of a big life and a big business, you have to be willing to feel whatever the fuck it takes to get there. This challenge is just a more acute version of what we want to do in our entire life, which is feel it all, do it all, welcome it all, ready, fire, aim, right? Where you just take an action, you shoot, and then you course correct afterwards instead of spending all of the time in the aiming and in the preparing, right? This is the time where we just ready, fire, aim. You just do, do, do. And you'll be shocked with how much quicker you can get results when you're willing to feel whatever it takes. It's a beautiful thing and I cannot wait for you to experience it if this episode resonated with you or if you're here to keep growing into the best badass version of yourself, go ahead and leave a review on my podcast, Sincerely Future You. I can't tell you what it means to a podcaster to get a review and to just hear back. Like I'm sitting in a room by myself right now and you might be listening and you feel like this is this relationship, but I don't get to hear from you. And I love your feedback. It also is the way that other people find our show. The more reviews I have, the more likely my show is going to be suggested to other people like you that listen to sh the same types of shows that you do. And I can't tell you how much that means to me. So I would love to feature your review in a future episode. Also, do you remember me mentioning my Splashpad program earlier? This is your reminder to go ahead and sign up to get on the fast track to grow your new or small business today. It is a lifetime course and community. That means this isn't a subscription. This isn't like a coaching program or in for six months. No, you get it for life. I was like, what can I do that would just blow people's mind? That would be the most outrageous value that you could ever get for $9.99. That's what this is. And I am here to support you, to bring you all the way to our favorite person ever, future you.